This Tridio production is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and made possible by you, our listener. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit tridio.com slash donate. Jin, whatever I do, I do it to protect you. So you understand? I understand. Hey, it's Father Roderick again. You may have seen my initial reaction to the new Rogue One Star Wars story trailer. Um, Now it's time to analyze it. Of course, like you, I've seen this thing a hundred times now. I took some notes and I want to go step by step through the trailer every time. I will pause the video and I will share with you my thoughts. Uh, this this is a very, very well done trailer. Just like all the previous trailers that we've seen for the uh, recent Star Wars movies, uh, this trailer has a very clear structure. Not something you may immediately recognize uh, when you see the trailer the first few times, but the more you watch it, the more you will see that there is actually a very, very clear beginning and an end. And the theme of the beginning and the theme of the end is the same. There are three words in this trailer. The first one is the dream. The second one is power. And the third one is hope. Dream, power, hope. Let's let's start and watch the first part. All right, so what do we see here? What you saw was a beautiful beach, clear skies. This is the starting point of the trailer, but it's also the starting point of this entire adventure. It begins with peace. This is also important. You see a beach, could be paradise, you know, blue skies, a few clouds. And then you have the rings, which almost evoke the image of a a rainbow. This is is a perfect place. This is a place you, you dream of. And then disturbing this piece is this tiny silhouette of uh, an imperial shuttle that is arriving, that is about to change everything for those that live on that planet. Let's continue. There we go. That's the next scene. This is also symbolically very, very strong. We see uh, a, probably something that looks like a, 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 a moisturizer that we saw on Tatooine. It's a different model. Um, in the distance, you see the shuttle that has landed and the death troopers in the middle. Uh, symmetrically, you have this, this new villain in white. And then take a look at this strange green separation. This we will see in close-up later. It's grass. But notice how it it separates the world of this guy here, which we discover later on is Jin's father, so the father of the hero of the story. It, 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 this, this demarcation, this green line, separates his world, the world that Jin is familiar with, in which he grows up, with this new world this new horizon and that's the that's the first thing you notice about this image but there is something with the weather as well on this side you have the the weather of the beginning of the trailer it's it's beautiful the sun shines but look what comes here what comes in from the from the right it's dark clouds it's it's 
it's bad weather and of course that's that's a great symbol of what is about to happen to Jin and her father uh, the, the the dark clouds are literally looming over their lives um, and we will see later on that it actually starts to rain could be a symbol of tears and anyway the the dream is now turning into a nightmare let's continue whatever I do I do it to protect you this is seen from the side, of course, of the Empire. There is a tiny little refuge here. It's unclear what it is. It could be a farm or something like that. But it's very, very small against this huge background of, of mountains. Um, and then, again, the green, the green separation line. And these guys here are about to cross over that border. Um, and it's this, this very strong military power against basically a farm. Uh, there is no defense uh, and it's, it's all very tiny and small. So this is the first time in the trailer that they introduced this concept which will repeat again and again and again of power versus powerlessness, of, of the strong and the mighty against the weak. Um, also, by the way, very biblical theme. I do it to protect you. So you understand? Beautiful, beautiful scene. First time that we see actually a younger uh, Jin uh, and her father tells her something extremely important, um, which also in the light of, of The Force Awakens is what sets this movie apart from the previous Star Wars movie that we've seen. Here, uh, Jin's father explains to her that whatever she is about to see in the future, what he will do, she has to understand that he does it to protect her. So he surrenders himself willingly to the Empire to save her. Um, again, I, I can't help but, but seeing a, a parallel with the biblical story of Jesus surrendering deliberately to, his, uh, to, to the powerful in order to save the world, to save the weak. And the thing is, she has to understand this. I understand. And she says, I, I understand, which is the opposite of what happens to Ray. Uh, Ray never understood why her parents left her on that planet. Um, and, but here, this, this young girl, she understands that her father did this out of love. Uh, it's probably one of the most important moments in her young life where she realizes that there is something that could be stronger than wh whatever she's going to witness here. Um, and that's the love of her father. So what happens, of course, is Jin's father is recruited to work on the Death Star by this guy. This is the first time that we see uh, our new villain, Krennic, and he's overseeing the this whole Death Star process. And again, you see, they're they're crossing literally the green grass, the border between his familiar uh, life and then this this danger in the future. Confrontation, close up. And of course you see her, that's the last image of what now uh, reveals itself to be a dream. Again, the, the, think of that word, dream. So the last image that she, she has of her father is that he is taken away. He's now a prisoner of, of the empire. And lo and behold, she wakes up a prisoner. And she is literally closed up. The future is locked. She is in the dark. The light is no longer within her reach. Very strong 
symbolism here. Uh, there's even a guard walking by. So for us, it's immediately clear that she is basically uh, where her father hoped she would never be. This could introduce a theme in the movie of guilt. Perhaps she failed. Her father tried to protect her, and now she messed it up, and she's a prisoner. However, it's not the end of the trailer. Let's continue. So, important, Lucasfilm LCD. This uh, signals the fact that we've seen the first act. We've seen kind of the setup of the story. So this is a clear visual break. And now we're going to the second part of this trailer. And what I like about this trailer is that after we see the logo of Lucasfilm kind of reminding us that it's George Lucas, he, he tells this story originally. Uh, this is based on his imagination. And, it's, and, and it is immediately followed by a theme that is very dear to uh, George Lucas himself, which is always this opposition between tradition and this faithless empire. What we see here is what appears to be a planet, and this is something we gather from, from previous uh, uh, trailers. This is like a holy planet for the Jedi. It's a very traditional planet. You can see that by the, the flags and everything and the old buildings. It looks a bit you know, oriental. This is a place where, where Jedi would go on a pilgrimage. However, this old traditional world is now overshadowed by this looming big threat of a, an imperial star destroyer that is blocking the sky. It's, again, it's this, this theme of, of blue skies being blocked by darkness. And then, this is a very, very significant uh, moment in the trailer. We have an explosion. And literally, uh, this explosion blows open the future. This is, uh, I think, deliberately mirroring the opening, one of the opening scenes of A New Hope, where a sa similar explosion opens the door for Darth Vader to enter this uh, small freighter where Princess Leia is, is, is hiding the, the, or has just actually given away the, the plans of the Death Star to R2-D2. So this marks the moment at the beginning of the second part of the trailer where the future is all of a sudden with, with an explosion opened. Something new is going to happen. We see stormtroopers versus the rebels, or at least versus... And this, this is also uh, significant. This is the call to adventure. As you know, Star Wars movies are always structured according to the hero's story. And it looks to me as if this movie is also following some of those classic narrative beats of, of the Star Wars saga. Um, this is the call to adventure. Do you want to get out of here? is the question that is asked to Jin, our hero. And when she accepts the call, that's when the shackles are taken off and literally um, she is free to start this new phase in her life. Rebellion. And then she is up against a, a power that is incredibly big. And that is symbolized in this picture by this massive statue of a Jedi, it kind of looks like, like Obi-Wan Kenobi, holding a lightsaber. The lightsaber is fractured. The thing is half covered in sand, just like these. This means the times of the Jedi are over. This was what once was a massive force against evil has now fallen, is broken, is covered in sand, covered in time, all but, but forgotten. But then you see this tiny little, I think it's a Ewing fighter, that flies over this statue. That, 
That is Jin's ship. This shows you basically that she is taking up the legacy of this once powerful Jedi force. Now it's up to her and her rebel friends to fight against that same evil. All that remains to push back the Empire. She's looking out of the window, basically looking down on, on the past, also looking forward at the horizon to what she's going to bring to the universe. Yavin. When was the last time you were in contact with your father? What is this? Here, she starts to discover what's truly going on. She has no idea that this had to do with her father. And this is where she learns from Mon Mothma and all the other rebels that her father was the guy who actually made the Death Star or helped build it. And so what we see here is the... Oh, I forgot. The voiceover that we hear when we see this huge Jedi statue broken and fallen down is the rebellion is all that is left. So basically the Jedi are over, now it's the time of the rebels and they are tiny, tiny, tiny. It's, it's the theme of David versus Goliath, very similar to what we see later on in New Hope, Luke Skywalker against this massive empire. Um, and just like Luke Skywalker, also Jin has not seen her father in a long, long time. And just like Luke, she doesn't realize that her father is now working for the Empire. So very similar uh, archetypes here at work. Children without a parent, and they discover some dark secret about their, about their father. Right after this, we, we are going to see her father. Here we go. It appears he is critical the development of a super weapon. We see literally her father in a very, very dark place. And this is when she realizes, wait a minute, if this is about my father, then this whole call to adventure becomes personal. It becomes my quest, not only to retrieve the, the Death Star plans, but I want to retrieve my father, which I think is a fantastic way to tell this story. The more personal it is, the more we can relate to it. What is my relationship with digital Death Star plans? Not much, but this movie humanizes the quest. There we go. The Death Star rising over the, the skies of that planet. This is the looming threat of the Empire, and it's getting bigger and bigger. It's rising above the, the clouds even. My father built this thing. We need to find him. This is her acceptance of the call. This is her true mission. She wants to find her father. And uh, now we get to see the ones that she's going to gather around her to make this happen. She can't do this by herself. Just like Luke, by himself, could not defeat the Empire. He needed his rebel friends. And friendship, of course, is what gives everybody hope and strength. All right. How many do I need? It's almost a trope, right? It's like we see like a short sequence of the, the new uh, members of the team that are going to steal the Death Star plans. And then uh, to symbolize this beginning of this quest, we see a ship taking off. They are requesting a call sign. It's um, rogue. This is also a very important structural moment. They're asking for a call sign, and they say it's Rogue, Rogue One. From now on, their mission has a name, and thereby it has truly begun. Just like any story, even our personal life story, starts with a name-giving. Well, this is 
the birth of the of this rebellious quest, and it gets a name, Rogue One. Rogue One. This is another structural moment. They have accepted the quest, they've given it a name, and this is hyperspace. And hyperspace means acceleration. This is when they literally jump into this new adventure. Boom. And versus that, what are they up against? Darth Vader. You see the this is these are the floors, the shiny floors of the Death Star, and and you see the projection of a of a planet. Uh, it's that that same kind of dark. But of course, this is this is supposed to evoke lava and hellfire, and and you see that the the rebels are up against a world that is totally upside down. That is the opposite of everything they stand for. Hence the inverted image. This is the 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 shadow of of Darth Vader. And the Empire couldn't be more of a contrast in any form, even here uh, in terms of color, in terms of dark versus light, uh, upside down versus the right way. Uh, this, this is Empire versus Rebels. Brilliant how they put that in the trailer. The power that we are dealing with here. I love that moment. This, of course, is uh, Krennic. And he makes that same gesture that we will see Vader make later. The power. The power. He even uses the same intonation. Um, this is foreshadowing. Basically, Darth Vader stands on not the power of the Death Star, the power of, of the dark side. Tarkin, later on, will make that same gesture. It's like he's, he's relying on the power of the Death Star, of destruction. Um, and of course, the Death Star is massive. You see these tiny little TIE fighters against the backdrop of this massive... That's, that's no moon. It's even bigger, you know? But Vader is always skeptical towards these technological uh, things uh, because he knows that the power of the dark side of the force is much stronger than this. It's immeasurable. Again, the power is immeasurable. This is building up the threat that the, the, these tiny you know, groups of rebels are up against. Uh, this is all building contrast. The, the, the way they do this, this is genius. What are we seeing here? This is the room that we saw in A New Hope, where Tarkin orders Alderaan to be destroyed. So talking about the power of the Death Star, the power of destruction, here it is. This is, this is the, the symbol of that destructive power that can blow a planet. And, and kind of to illustrate that, there's a new planet here appearing on the screen as to tell us, you know, you remember what this Death Star can do. The Empire has this kind of power. What chance do we have? If the Empire has this kind of power, what chance do we have? This is the desperation. This is almost the refusal of the rebellion. You see Mon Mothma, serenity. Even her, her facial expression is like, she's determined. We are going to do this. But you see around her the other rebels, and then opposite to her is this other woman, and she's not convinced that this is going to work. What chance do we have? What chance do we have? Uh, and in the middle, separating them, is this, this image, this uh, holographic projection of the Death Star. This is, this is the, the classic scene that we see in A New Hope. We also see it in The Force Awakens. This Death Star stands between them and hope and the future. And some are doubting, just like with the apostles, you know, some thought that Jesus was crazy to undertake what he did and they're never going to win. 
but it's all about the risk that you want to take because you have another power, and we're about to discover what that is. Power. What chance do we have? What chance do we have? This very reasonable argument against going up against the Empire is strengthened by what we see next. Stormtroopers, many stormtroopers shooting at what looks like civilians, or perhaps these might be rebels, and this looks like it is on that same traditional planet, the Jedi uh, uh, Sanctuary, and they're uh, assisted by an ATST. Um, and their destructive power is much bigger than the resistance of the futile resistance of these of these poor people here. Explosions. And then, of course, you know, against all that power, who is going to save us? Who is going to uh, break through this? It's Jin. She appears on the scene. She sees this destruction, this death. What is she going to do? We have and then, fade to black. What is going to be her answer when confronted? Is she also going to be scared? Is she also going to, going to back away like some of the rebels? No, she's not. Hope. We have hope, Rebellions she says. Are built on hope. Rebellions are built on hope. This is her call to adventure to her friends. And we've seen the introduction of this other guy with his uh, prosthetic leg. Almost like a new father figure, perhaps? He clearly shows that he, he's been up against evil before. He's been hurt, but he's still standing, literally. And so th this might be the person who inspires them all to believe in the power of hope. Rebellions are built on hope. See what they do. They nod. They all nod. So this time, after Jin has accepted her call, now her friends are also accepting their vocation almost to go and try to defeat this, this empire. So hope is the mission now. And once they've accepted, look what the trailer does now, structurally. Boom, this December. This is it, they've accepted the call. This is the seizure. This December, you'll see what happens next. Stay tuned. And now we're entering part three of the trailer. I told you that this was very structured. There we go. This is the planet that we've seen in the teaser trailer before. It's this almost tropical, beach-like planet. And again, after the, the break, we see another theme that is very near and dear to George Lucas himself. And you see it in, in almost any Star Wars movie. It is nature versus technology. It's, you know, this beautiful, natural, tropical planet, this paradise almost. And look what the Empire did to it. They built these huge industrial structures. They're, this is the planet where they're building the Death Star. So it's, it's paradise versus hell, you know? It's heaven versus hell. Incredible how they visually do this. Uh, by the way, the, George Lucas wasn't the only one who did this. Uh, think of Tolkien, another uh, author who repeatedly does this, where you know this beautiful nature, natural landscape is destroyed by the evildoers, and they are coming with their industry, destroying everything. What we see next, massive forest, and we see these small soldiers, and what they're doing is infiltrating. They're literally kind of hiding in the bushes. They can only do this because they are small. So it's, it's what, what originally seemed to be uh, against them, that they're not strong enough to go up against this empire, is now working in their favor. Again, similar to what we see in A New Hope, where Luke Skywalker, with his tiny X-Wing fighter, launches his missiles into this small exhaust port, the only weak spot of the empire. 
here we see something that is preluding to that. They have no idea we're coming. They have no idea we're coming there. You see the, the green lush forest and now this is the gray world of the empire. But they are infiltrating into that darkness. They're stepping into the darkness. The doors are closing. Again, introducing threat. It's almost as if they're willingly locking themselves up again. They're, they're entering the belly of the beast, another theme that you see many times in mythology and also in the Star Wars mythology. It's like when uh, our friends uh, in A New Hope enter the Death Star with the, the Millennium Falcon. This is a similar scene. Three of our heroes are entering this whatever dark place of the Empire. Take hold of this moment. Take hold of this moment. This, this is also beautiful. This is the first time they mentioned the Force and how the Force makes the weak strong. Uh, those that are outnumbered make them look like bigger numbers. And it's literally what you see. You have two guys, two of our heroes, up against an army of stormtroopers and they all go down because they don't have what the Force gives the rebels. And that is, you know, an inner strength that, that is more important than the strength of all these guns. Make ten men feel like a hundred. Make ten men feel like a hundred. Uh, this, this, is, this is, again, have to realize how many kind of biblical themes uh, George Lucas put into the, the story, and, and, and now these storytellers do the same. It's this, this idea that the force makes the weak strong. It's like what you see in the Magnificat, the, the song of Mary when she is visiting uh, her niece Elizabeth and she has already been overshadowed by the Holy Spirit and then she sings like he makes the weak strong he lifts up the, the those that are powerless and and the the ones that are rich and powerful they will be defeated basically so very very strong David Goliath kind of theme now we see a big dog fight on the dark planet the, this this is the final battle this is the final act Take the next chance. This is also a beautiful, beautiful moment in the trailer, a beautiful message also of the movie. We are rebels. And in, in these scenes, you constantly see that the rebels are outnumbered. Small ships, big empire, a few rebel soldiers versus tons and tons of white stormtroopers. Um, we see it here too. Tiny little uh, X-wing fighters and these massive structures in, in, in the skies. Next. Explosions. You're rebels, are you? So again, she is building upon that, that faith that they have, that hope is stronger than anything that the Empire can bring to the table. Um, and hope makes you persevere. That's what I love about the message of this trailer and of this movie. Hope makes you want to try again. Even if when you're defeated, hope makes you try again and again and again. That's what rebels are about. They are never giving up. Never give up, never surrender. Although that's another movie. Boom, huge explosion. What is crumbling here? I, this, is this a, like a Star Destroyer uh, crashing into a planet? I don't know. But it's something massive that is crumbling. Um, and then the fantastic introduction of Vader again. Um, very reminiscent of his entry in A New Hope and also Empire Strikes Back. You know, imagine that this is orange and, and red and you have the scene in the 
uh, carbon uh, freeze chamber. Uh, Vader walking through the mist, this looming uh, shadow almost, uh, and he is he he is the cause that of of this cry, this desperate cry, save the rebellion, save the rebellion, and we see here. Jin's father looking up, and he it looks as if he's tortured. There is rain. He is battered and bruised, which makes me think: Is that what Vader discovers? Does he discover that there is a weakness in the Rebel Alliance, and that is the connection of Jin with her father? Is 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 he going to use that against the Rebels? I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if this is important to the story. We see her. Again, this strong connection. Uh, but what is it going to do to her when she discovers that her father is being tortured and who knows what's going to happen to him? Save the dream. Save the dream. I told you that the dream would come back. This trailer started with a dreamlike landscape. It was a, literally a dream of peace, of clear skies. And now the call is save the dream. And we're being brought back to a beach. Uh, this visually harkens back to the first images of this trailer. Again, blue skies, a few clouds. If you take the battle away, this is almost like the same kind of paradise world that we see in the beginning of the trailer. This is the dream that is worth fighting for. The dream of peace. And then fantastic cliffhanger. Of course, they don't want to give it away what's going to happen to our rebel friends. And so the final scene that we see in this trailer is this desperate run while these huge feet of the ATCTs are crashing down in the jungle. Are they going to make it? Are they going to win or not? Who is going to live? Are they going to live? Are they going to die? Who knows? But they are rebels. They're going to try even against all odds. This seems like an impossible fight. Small versus big. Weak versus the strong, hope versus power. How is it going to end? We will discover on December 16. There you go. That was my structural analysis of the trailer. Again, it shows you how well these things are made and how much of a story, even a small trailer like this, what is it, two minutes, 37 seconds. I've been talking for a long, long time just to show you the kind of the hidden layers of the storytelling in this trailer. Hope you enjoyed it. Check out Tridio.com and take care. May the force be with you. <laughs>